Goldman Sachs, the market is closed. Good Thursday afternoon, everyone. Kip Harris here with the Daily Viewer Investing Podcast. Hope y'all have a good day today. A uh, couple things I want to point out here. Uh, yesterday, we made some uh, changes to our service settings. We're uh, putting in a, a new email system. And uh, that kind of screwed up our email delivery, and a lot of people didn't get notified yesterday of our podcast, even carried over this morning. I think after the last two days, uh, our members aren't getting, our subscribers aren't getting our updates. So apologies for that. Hopefully that's been corrected now. It takes a while for these new DNS settings to kind of filter through the system. Uh, that should be corrected now. But um, again, if you're, you can always find our podcast online. There's various streaming services that we're on. But, uh, you know, we'd love to get your feedback. If for any reason you're not getting updates, let us know. Uh, the problem we have, folks, is that, you know, we're under attack. You know, like a lot of other uh, a lot of other companies that, that dare to be honest and just report things the way that uh, down the middle, uh, the way they are, without the propaganda. You know, you are you're being targeted. We're being targeted, like a lot of other companies. Uh, you know, we've been uh, we've had a number of accounts closed that we can't use anymore. Um, uh, our, our 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 current mail delivery service is a Mailchimp, and uh, we've gotten red flag from them. So that's why we're putting a backup in there. I could go down a list of about seven or different seven or eight different things that the medium has canceled our accounts for our for our blog delivery, and um, you know it just uh, it just doesn't seem to stop. Which is fine. You know what? Uh, it, it's a game they want to play to censor and to threaten, right, and to shut you up. And of course, that's not going to happen to us. So. You know, it's a great thing about uh, having a the company we had for the VRA is we entered in nobody. You know, we, we get to write and speak and say and do whatever we want. Now, they can try to cancel us all day long, but uh, we're always going to find a workaround. And that's why it's so great at companies like uh, uh, Trump Media are out now, okay? And Rumble instead of YouTube. YouTube, is a, we're, not, we're not canceled there, but we've... We've had enough of our videos and audios canceled that we we don't even I don't think we even post there anymore, and uh, it's a losing game for them. It's a losing proposition, and censorship is always the admission that that uh, that your lies aren't working. Uh, that's that's the admission of censorship, and um, it's a it's a it's it's a uh, it's a game of of losers. You know, if you have to censor somebody, obviously your point is weak as shit. So we take that all as a badge of honor. And we're going to continue reporting things when we see them. Why don't we start there? Because I've got a point to make about this whole uh, Team Ukraine business. My God. If you're on Team Ukraine, <clears throat> your partners on your team are just, you couldn't, you could not pick worse partners. You could not, I'm not, I'm not saying anybody should be on Team Russia, okay? What I'm saying is, if you're on Team Ukraine, you're on, you're on there with uh, the Bill and Hillary Clinton and the Clinton Foundation, with the Obamas, with Klaus Schwab and the World Economic Forum. You've got some of the, really some of the scummiest people on the planet of the earth that are that are members with you, including Zelensky, who is just a, he's a he's a, he's a, a billionaire oligarch, right? Uh, in the most corrupt country on the planet, and uh, Team Ukraine has got some real issues, and we learned more of them today. Today, Russia, the ruble, uh, the currency has recouped all of its losses now from the from the first shots fired. Every bit of the losses recouped today. Uh, also learned today, of the 193 member states of the United Nations, 193 member states, 142 have refused to go along with Russian sanctions. Only about 50 countries, member states of the UN, have gone along with sanctions. That's not very. Uh, that's that's not very good news for for the team Ukraine. Not a lot of uh, not a lot of support there. 
frankly, the war's over. Uh, we, we told you from day one what this was going to be. Russia never had an interest in taking all of Ukraine. Uh, if they wanted to, they could. Why? That's, that's, that's what we do. That's what, that's what the U.S. does in Iraq and Afghanistan. We go destroy everything, and then we have to pay to rebuild it, as in $7 trillion uh, that we paid out uh, both in Afghanistan and Iraq. Money just wasted, of course. What could we have done with that money here in the U.S., right? Um, Russia always w- intended to take care of their, the eastern provinces there that are uh, in the Donbass region. They are Russian-speaking. They are loyal to Russia and to Putin. And uh, they feel like they've been overrun by Nazis, the Nazis of Ukraine, which the whole country is teeming with. This is not, you know, Trump's a Nazi. This is not me saying it just because it sounds good or it's an easy attack line. Ukraine is full of Nazis. Uh, the, the Azov Battalion, and, and, which is, you know, their, their National Guard unit and uh, kind of their frontline fighters, some of their fiercest fighters. These are pure white nationalists. That's, I mean, they, 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 uh, you, you watch their videos online. It's been widely reported. Of course, now no one wants to talk about it. Uh, but it also, they're also high up in their government. And this is just accepted, right? So, again, Team Ukraine got some problems. The war is over. You're just getting Ukrainians killed now needlessly uh, by carrying this on. And then the final bit of news today, you know, uh, uh, it sounds like Putin and Russia are going to play hardball. On April 1st, unless Europe, certain European countries start paying for their gas in rubles, their gas is going to be shut off. So it's a, it's, a, it's a lot of high drama happening here. And again, we've never said we're, on, we're not on Team Russia, we're not on Team Ukraine. We believe that the U.S. has got our own problems, including an open bo- a southern border that's still under invasion. Two million illegals have come across in the last year to 14 months, okay? That's a problem, right? Uh, we have a, a, a soaring crime wave uh, and inflation, both at 40-year highs in this country. But here we are sending now $16 billion, by the way, $16 billion have now been sent to the most corrupt country on the planet. When Trump couldn't even, he had to fight tooth and nail to get a billion dollars to build the wall. So we all see the, the craziness of this. And uh, again, not telling you to join Team Russia, but if you're on Team, Team Ukraine, Let's just say maybe you've been watching a little too much Sean Hannity. I'll 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 be nice about it. Um, okay, uh, so that's going to be what it is. You know, I, I think we all see this. If, if you look at this with a, an, uh, uh, I think a, a fair and balanced view, uh, to steal a line from Fox, I think the way you look at this is that uh, Russia is is getting they're doing, they're getting what they wanted. Everything they said they wanted to get, they have gotten so far, and. Um, you know, now uh, it's just, it's, it, who, who, know, who knows how this is going to go, man? This wag the dog has been exactly what Team Biden wanted because now he gets to blame Putin and Russia for all of his problems. And uh, we'll find out if it's working or not uh, come the midterms. Based on the polling, it is clearly not working very well in, uh, in, in, in Mr. Biden's favor. Okay, ugly day for the markets today. You know, I, I butchered, man, I really butchered the VRA update this morning, a very letter. Uh, just complete first two sentences were just completely wrong. It was not a good first quarter. It was a terrible first quarter. We ended today, of course. This is the worst quarter we've had in two years. Uh, we had losses. At, uh, good mar- It was a good March, which is what I meant to say this morning. Uh, the first two months were terrible. The, the, the third month of the quarter was actually really good, uh, but, of course, couldn't make up for the first two months of the quarter. At the end of the day, here are the final numbers for Q1. We had the losses of 5%, right at 5%, both in the Standard & Poor's 500 and uh, Dow Jones. Uh, 
NASDAQ down a big 9% in the first quarter. March was different. March was much better. March was up right at, right at 3% across the board, 2 to 3% for our major indexes in March, which is good. Uh, especially, it could have been a lot better, though. You know, today was an ugly day, a really ugly smart money hour. Uh, Dow Jones today finishing down 580 points, down 1.5%. Same percentage decline in SP 500, uh, down 1.5% as well. Uh, uh, NASDAQ also down 1.5% today, down 221 points. And Russ 2000 was a winner, down just 1% today. Um, let's see. Yeah, like I say, worst quarter in two years. Not the way you want to end it. But again, we've got a lot of money flows coming in. We'll see what happens tomorrow. We're going to have the jobless data uh, tomorrow for uh, a job, jobs report tomorrow uh, because it's the first Friday of the new month. So it's coming out right away. And we'll see how March did. It should. It, everyone expects this to be a pretty solid number. Uh, of course, they're gaming the system. We talked about that last month. Unfortunately, we have to talk about it again tomorrow because this is this is what this is how they report good jobs numbers. They're robbing they're robbing numbers from the future, and uh, it's been well written up about this. It's really a this didn't happen under Trump administration. The way the Biden uh, the way that Team Biden reports these this economic data, specifically the jobless job reports, this did not happen under Trump. It just didn't. And again, you know, they lie, they lie again, and they just keep lying. They lie, they lie again, and they just keep lying. And it's, uh, it's very, very tough to watch anything in the mainstream media uh, these days, isn't it? Um, also today, you know, uh, Tyler reminded me, actually some pretty good things happening under the hood. We now have 9 of 11 of the uh, 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 SP 100 sectors they're trading above the 200-day moving average. That's fantastic. Needs to hold, obviously. Um, we've got our major indexes that are teetering back and forth uh, uh, from that from that level as well. It's the most important level, and uh, we're not going to be able to hear the VRA, uh, the VRA using the VRA investing system. We're not going to be able to get bullish, full-on bullish on this market again until we're above the 200-day moving averages for at least seven trading days, and we're just not there. Matter of fact, we're back below today on some of our key indexes. But, you know, also, as we've been uh, talking about, Tyler got it this yesterday as well. If you're looking at a short term, if you're looking for the short term, like what's going to happen tomorrow, what's going to happen next week, uh, I'll tell you straight up, I think I'll be very impressed. Matter of fact, I'll be amazed. Uh, I wrote this this morning. Uh, on the VR investing system, our short term momentum oscillators have hit extreme overbought. This is the exact level that over the last year, really more than a year, when the markets have hit this level, they, it served as significant resistance. The markets have sold off relatively quickly, and we saw that today, didn't we? Uh, so, you know, I think that the, there's been enough uh, internal strength. The internals have gotten better. We're seeing improvement under the hood, the action and the leadership, all of these key areas. Tech has been leading. Semis have been red hot. Uh, not the case today, of course. But all of that tends to lend, lend, uh, lend credence to the fact that we probably do have a low in place. Uh, first shot's fired low, and the, uh, you know if we get another, if we get a double bottom, I think that'd be a great buying opportunity. But also, at the same time, uh, this is not the time we'd be putting new money to work. Uh, this is what we'd say is a kind of a risk off environment. We want to see how things do next week uh, with the the markets again being this heavily overbought. In our um, internals today, again, these have been very good. Uh, that wasn't the case today, however. In our internals today, we had, um, it could have been worse, to, uh, right, we're going to call it two to one negative on NASDAQ for advanced decline. 
uh, about the same, just 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 not quite not quite two to one on NYSE. Uh, not as good readings on volume today. Volume was about the two and a half to one uh, negative for Nasdaq and uh, almost four to one, four to one negative for NYSE. So it really kind of fell apart in the last hour, hour and a half of trading. Uh, however, uh, 52 highs lows have definitely improved. We're going to, you know what, we're going to call this a wash. We're going to call it a wash, which is actually a victory on a day like today with these sharp losses in the markets. Uh, in our sector watch today, of our 11 sectors, S&P 100, we had all 11 finished lower on the day, uh, led to the downside buy. Financials, just been really get, getting beat up, which doesn't seem to make sense, right? Because, you know, higher rates, everyone's talked, how many times have we heard? Higher interest rates are good for the financials. Well, look at the charts, folks. Look at the charts. The BKX is down 15% now in the last month. Uh, that is not the sign of strength uh, in higher rates, is it? And it's because of Russia. It is because of Russia. I tell you, our Europe, I've got European banking contacts, an old friend of mine go way back with, who's a pretty pretty high up now with a major, a major European bank. I won't mention the name. But he started telling me, you know, when all this happens, Russian oligarchs, and I, we've talked about it here, written about it in the VRA, that they had accounts with 20 different oligarchs at his particular bank. There's about 120 oligarchs. And they their money just disappeared, meaning they just removed it, like wired it out. He doesn't know how they did it so quickly. They came in the next morning. It was just all was gone, liquidated everything. And no one's really telling them how they did that. He find, they find that very odd and very interesting, uh, if you kind of read between the lines there. But it left huge holes. In the balance sheets, European banks are in real trouble. And you again, look at the charts. European banks are being destroyed here. No surprise to us that the same thing is happening with U.S. banks because Russian money is big, serious money. And just to remove it from the system like that, again, creates massive holes in the balance sheets. And uh, that's when you start thinking about things like intentional destruction, folks. That's what we've been talking about here. It's been our biggest concern for some time really since about the first year of coronavirus insanity, and it remains my biggest concern here today, is that we are witnessing intentional destruction at the hands of uh, communists in this country that have embedded themselves and that really want to tear America down. Um, hard to find anything that's happened negatively that doesn't look like it's been intentional. I think at some point you have to say this is a repeating pattern that is intentional, and uh, that, that, uh, that's not a good thing. That means things could really get rocky in this country if they're going to go for the jugular, as in the World Economic Forum, Klaus Schwab, kind of a takedown uh, to destroy the economy, make everybody even more dependent on the government. And, of course, that's how socialism slash communism, that's how it wins. Uh, we're not there yet. Again, we, we, we don't want to go there. And then we stay focused on the markets and price action. Uh, but, again, we also like to be honest and give people a heads up about what's happening and because we may be making some major changes in portfolio and uh, even preparing for bear market uh, should we need to. Hey, look, we'd rather invest in a, in a bull market. Who wouldn't? Bull market's a lot more fun. But that's why we have the VR investing system. If, we, if we're going into a bear market, we're going to make money on the downside from a bear market. And we know how to do that. We also have great positions in, in the groups that have been leading all year, really even longer than that. Precious metals and miners, energy, energy stocks. Uh, the GDX, the minor ETFs, up 35% in less than two months. We know energy stocks have been red hot. So you can make a lot of money in the markets on the long side as long as you're in the right groups. And that's the key, I think, to being a smart money investor. Uh, to the uh, 
Also, uh, download today is communication services down 2%, and uh, also consumer discretionary also down 2%. Again, all 11 sectors lower on the day. In our commodity watch today, let's see here, we had... Um, we had solid gains earlier, and we still wound up with slight gains in gold. Gold at one point today was up over $20 an ounce, finishing up $3 an ounce at $19.42. Silver uh, down slightly, down $0.13 cents an ounce, also reversing its gains at $24.97. Copper uh, down $0.02 cents a pound, holding at $4.72 a pound. Oil today down six sixty a barrel. Again, um, Team Biden releasing a lot of uh, oil from the SPR, the Strategic Petroleum Reserve, uh, to try to bring down gas prices, that's uh, that's a that's a that's a that's a very poor response uh, to what is a much larger problem. But oil today down six sixty a barrel at one hundred one twenty two. I think a hundred dollars is a great buy uh, for this group. And if you've noticed, energy stocks just really don't care. They just don't care. They're so undervalued now. Just like mining stocks, these stocks are trading at about a fifty percent discount to where they should be trading. With, with commodity prices where they are right now. For example, today, the XLE was actually higher on the day, most of the day, finishing down 1.2%, but it's only because the stock market got hit. Otherwise, XLE would have finished higher today. So oil stocks are cheap, energy stocks are cheap, mining stocks are cheap, and this is where we were focusing a lot of our attention, as you know. Finally for the day, uh, Bitcoin uh, uh, trading right now at 45709 That's down about $1,000 in Bitcoin. All right, folks, that's it for the day. Hope you had a great day, and we we'll look forward to seeing you back here again tomorrow after the close.